What is your intention? You know, really, I think it's a worthwhile question to ask for anything and everything we say and do. What is your intention? What are you hoping to get from this by doing this, by saying this? What joy are you attempting to experience with everything you say and do? Absolutely everything. And it's and you real when you think of it in those terms, it's like, oh, I hadn't contemplated that. I hadn't considered that. You know, even you know, I'm reaching for a cookie. I was like, what is my intention to to get from this cookie? And I'm not here to to fat shame anybody or make anybody guilty or any of that kind of stuff. If I want a cookie, I can have a cookie. The point I can have bag cookies if that's <laughs> if my intention and usually my intention for years was I will get great joy from these cookies. I will get great joy. I remember when I quit smoking, Hagen Dots had just come out with strawberry cheesecake ice cream. Well, it was delicious. It was wonderful until everybody was out of it one day and I needed more. And I lived in New York then and I'm, I'm going up the street and every store's out. And I started getting angry at store owners because they didn't have the strawberry cheesecake ice cream. And when I finally found it 20 blocks away, I, I, uh, I bought several because so my intention was fear, really. My intention was to assuage my fear that I would not get the comfort I wanted. There was not an ounce of spirit in it. There was not nothing to say, how can I make a, the world a better place with this? There was, how can I be comforted? And that was the best I could do at that time. And so that's what I did problem was then I got in the habit of it and and I think a lot of times we get in the habit of doing things of just trying to find comfort somewhere sometimes it's yelling at someone it's snapping at people it's uh, stealing it's lying it's it's doing things like that and my intention is always to to somehow find comfort and to avoid what I do not like about myself to, I'm afraid to face my, my imagined unlovability. And so my attention, uh, intention is to mask that somehow. It is to somehow assuage my past. Now, we, we, some of us have rather nefarious pasts. We weren't treated well. We didn't treat others well. And so we're trying to get through the day, compensating somehow. And we forget we don't have to compensate. That's why we come here. That's why we go. Some go to twelve-step fellowships. It's others. Uh, uh, they they do various things, retreats and meditation and yoga and stuff, to learn. Oh, I don't have to compensate for that past. I have to transform it. I have to alchemize it. I can't do that alone. I cannot change my perception of my past all by myself. I need a fellowship. I need several fellowships. I need friends. I need family members. But I still need to ask myself, what is my intention? You know, when I wanted to become a minister, what was my intention?
And at that point, thank goodness, it was not to compensate for where I did not get enough love in the past. At that point, I felt extremely loved. I felt extremely present. I, uh, now, over the years, people have been generous enough to point out in one way or another where old stuff was still living in here. Thank you all so much. And, uh, but I, and then I, it's called transference and counter-transference. And I, I had to work on the counter-transference part. And, and I, cause sometimes you may find this hard to believe. I have been inappropriate as a minister. <laughs> I have been inappropriate as a Sean. Uh, which is more important to me, quite frankly, that I've been inappropriate as a Sean. Uh, you know, minister, we make mistakes in our jobs, but in our being, we make mistakes there too, but we want to make fewer of them, and we want to transform them or alchemize them into good. And so, you know, we can make mistakes with each other. What do we do with the mistakes? Do we come back together in love? Uh, because we suddenly we remember after having forgotten. Gratitude is one of the best transformative exercises, practices that we can use to heal, to heal our minds now so that we can look at the past in a different light. So my intention with gratitude, and I, years ago I started, I started a gratitude practice saying thank you in places. I had no idea why in the world I would be, be, be saying thank you for this or to claim gratitude for this. I don't normally talk quite this bold about this, but I, uh, I think everybody here knows I'm in a 12-step fellowship. And it was AA, it is still AA. But I remember when I was new hundreds of years ago I was I was new and I hear these people say I'm such and such and I'm a grateful recovering alcoholic because they're spilling their coffee down the aisle and I said grateful grateful what how could you be I thought they were wet brains quite frankly I just thought how could you be grateful that you have this and I call it dis-ease there's a hyphen in there how could you be grateful for this and over the years I learned Oh, without that, I couldn't have this. Without that, because I don't know what people do who don't have my, my isms and stuff that made me go get, find a fellowship to help me, people who have done the healing, who have done the work. And, and so I understand, oh, and I, so I, I, am, I, I'm, I can now be grateful that I was an abused child. I can now be grateful. And it's not, because I, I can't go back. I cannot go back and make people undo what they did. I can't go back and make me undo what I did. Some of the some of the things we would call horrible and terrible. Uh, go, I can't undo them, but I can shift them and not do them again. I can shift them in my mind, uh, apologize where necessary, make restitution where necessary, and not do them again. Somebody said once, don't make an amends unless you plan to not do this again. And so, so you look at, at, at your life and say, oh, what is my intention? Well, our intention is to align our will with what we call God's will. What I understand God's will to be, and it's not that God is a person. It is an energy. It is a spirit. 
is is spirit. It's not a spirit. It is spirit, uh, which is to be happy, joyous, and free. That that is available for all beings, to be happy, joyous, and free. That that would that divine will to align with it, to be happy, joyous, and free. And I say, wait a minute. Well, if that's God's will, how come everybody isn't happy, joyous, and free? Because I have other plans, thank you. Anybody? You ever have other plans than to be happy, joyous, and free? <laughs> you want to give somebody a piece of your mind when you can't afford that much to give away? <laughs> you know, the, the little thing, you know, to, to, to take something that just isn't yours, something so... Oh, well, that, nobody's looking at that. So I need this piece of paper. It's not mine. Well, this is. But if it weren't, this, who cares about a piece of paper? But somebody may have left it there for a good reason. And I was like, oh, I've just gone out of integrity because I'm afraid. I, as a kid, I used to steal magic markers. Oh, my goodness. I had every color in the world. And I was afraid not to take them. But then I was bound by all secrets. A little boy bound by secrets everywhere I looked because I couldn't tell anybody I'd taken them because they might get mad at me, they might shame me, they might whatever. And so I had to look at that. And as I got older, I thought, I don't need that. I don't need that burden. I just don't need that burden of uh, secrets and shame. And I'm still working through it. But I'm not adding to it. I don't take your... You can leave your magic markers around your house. I'm not <laughs> going to take them if I come to your house. I, I was at a party a few years ago in New Canaan, and I was shocked. The host left a stack of cash like this high sitting by a door. And I thought, how are they so trusting that nobody's going to steal that? And I thought... I'm just so glad I'm not going to steal it. <laughs> I am so glad that I don't have to steal that today, and I don't have to contemplate it, but it's like, oh, my goodness. The, the thoughts that were through my head, anybody looking, all that stuff. But I don't have to steal anymore because I'm not so afraid of lack anymore. I'm not so afraid of my good not being present and here anymore. So I, it's like... He is safe from me with this stack of cash, but what kind of a person is thinking it's safe to leave because I'm still there? And some people, they know they're not going to be stolen from. They just know, and I admire those people who don't worry about their good being taken away. It's really a lovely state of mind. So what is your intention? Oh, well, I want to leave that there. You know, David's not worried about locked doors. I prefer locked doors. Dave, Dave doesn't care about that kind of stuff. He's not worried about anybody coming in. I, I worry more about animals coming in anymore than I do people. But I still worry. What is my intention? What is my intention? And so to keep looking in, at life, what is your intention today? When I, when I get up this morning, what's my intention? Well, my intention is to pray. Well, what's your intention with praying? To know my oneness with God. Well, what's your intention with wanting to know your oneness with God? Oh, well, it is peace, joy, happiness, freedom. Uh, some of us would say so not to worry. But we need, we need to advance from trying to not something 
into what it is we actually want to experience. Let's put the, the I, I, people say, don't forget, don't forget to turn your clocks back. And I always say, no, change that too. Remember to turn your clocks back. It's a slight shift in attitude. And, and the thinking, because, and the don't forget implies lack and an absence of good. And remembering is like, oh, well, I need to know what time it is. So, but I don't have to worry about not knowing what time it is. I just need to remember to turn my clocks ahead or back or whatever in order for that, those little things. So what is your intention when you say, don't forget? Your intention is somebody's gonna forget. And you know, we don't even know, it's so subtle. And, and, and so, so subtle really, and insidious. That's the word I'm looking for, it's insidious. The, those things, we wanna protect our children and so we're constantly warning them of the dangers in the world. When I was little, it was always, don't walk near the street, somebody could hit you. As I got older, and I was out about late at night, it was don't walk too close to doorways, there could be somebody standing in there who will grab you. And, and, and it was, it was um, David got warnings about Alaska, don't, 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 what was it? Don't, don't uh, be, be wary of the bears, wasn't it? You got were warned about. Yeah, but I had no trouble because they said to talk to keep them away. Could you take that down and talk, please? I had no trouble because they said. No, but you walked in the woods instead of. Oh no! When I was a little child, my grandmother didn't want me to walk on the road, so she told me there were bears on the road, so I walked through the woods to avoid the bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so every year, right around this, right, as close to New Year's as we can get, we do our burning bowl ceremony, I call it. And today you have received in your bulletin an envelope and two pieces of paper. There are pens on the back of the chair. Chairs. And if you need more pens, I'm sure Krista and Tim will be happy to help you find more if you need it. Does everybody have a pen? Does everybody have the papers? Yes. Great. Yes. Everybody, does everybody have their glasses? <laughs> what we're going to work with first is the small piece of paper. Which piece of paper? The small piece of paper. Because there are two sides. It's amazing. It's amazing that I have to explain it like that every year. The smaller of the two pieces of paper, yay! On this, for, now in olden days, the 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 ritual of this, and don't start, please don't start writing. Was because you think you know, <laughs> you, maybe you don't know. Was to write down everything you want to get rid of, and then people would come down to the burning wood and they would hurl that paper into the fire, and I thought they didn't release anything. They brought all that stuff right back up the steps with them. So I thought, we have to change this. And I did. And so on the piece of paper, the this, this small piece of paper, I say we write our blessings. We write down the ways that we know we are blessed. So that as it burns, your blessings are spreading out into the world you see. Now, if there is something you would like to gratefully release from your 
your, your makeup right now, by all means, go ahead and put that on the paper too. If you would like to gratefully release from your practice, from, from your, your, your existence, it's, it's not hatefully, you heard the difference between gratefully and hatefully, uh, release. Uh, and what you're gonna, once you fill out, finish this paper, you can fold it nicely or whatever, or you can crumble it nicely, and then you're gonna come downstairs with me and we're gonna burn it in the street. I have a, a thing, not a burner, and uh, we're together, we're going to spread the blessings out into the universe, and we'll send what you're gratefully releasing out into the universe by way of the smoke as well, so that uh, we can be cleansed and acknowledge, because as I said, gratitude is the number one healer. So I'm going to head on down and light it up, and when you're ready, you come on down with me. Those of you at home who want to participate in this, get yourself a piece, small piece of paper, smallish piece of paper, and uh, and you write this down. Now, if you're going to burn it, go out in the backyard and do it gently. Otherwise, you can uh, shred it if you're in an apartment. But I take no responsibility for your house burning down uh, because you didn't pay attention. Gently, gratefully, you can participate with this. So go ahead. Thank you. Sean, this is maybe the coolest thing I've ever done. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm really happy. Oh, I missed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that, Mister. There we go. <laughs> I love you made it a plane. Because <laughs> <laughs> I missed oh, it. Oh, the plane. 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 The plane.
morning, gang. Happy New Bless you. had faith that the blessings would be released. <laughs> it's going. <laughs> you know if there's anybody else? Want me to run up and check? Do you mind? Sure. like to say anything for the live video. Blessings up and out. That all may be affected by our good and that we may remember our good. Okay gang, come on back. Okay, so you see the big piece of paper. We're back, and we're back. Joe and Betsy, we're back. <laughs> Hate to single you out, but. <laughs> Your big piece of paper. What we're gonna write is December 1st, 2023. Really? December 1st? December 1st, 2023. <laughs> Why, yes. <laughs> and now you write your blessings for December 20. Don't write yet. <laughs> Don't jump the gun. Because so often people do this and then they come back to me and say, it didn't come true. And this is not a wish list and it's not a magic list. It's a consciousness list. How do you see yourself on December 1st, 2023? Imagine you are already there. And so this could be a letter to yourself if you want. It could be a letter of gratitude uh, to spirit within you. 
or it could just be a list. I am grateful that this has taken place and this has taken place. But don't write it down if you don't believe it can, could have taken place without magic. Things take place because of consciousness. Life happens because of consciousness or a lack thereof. And so you could keep it short and sweet and simple. I've known people who've done big laundry lists and they're often disappointed. But if you believe that that list, you know this is going to happen, this is going to happen. You don't even know how it's going to happen, but you know this is going to take place, this is going to take place. And so when you, on December 1st, 2023, you look at it and say, oh yeah, thank you. You could do that too. And so you could start making your list now or your letter, however you want to do it. When you are complete, take your envelope and address it to yourself. And then put your letter in and put it in the, the basket here. Up on the stage. We'll take a few minutes to do that. So at home, you heard that. Get a piece of paper and write this to yourself. Now, if you want, you can send that to me here at uh, Unity Center of Norwalk, attention Reverend Sean, 3 Main Street, Norwalk, Connecticut, 06851. And I will hold these letters for a year in my office and I will pray over them every so often. I look at the basket and I, I pray over them. And then next year I send them out. Does anybody have questions? Or is it clear? Okay, gang, we're going to move on here a little bit. You can put it and finish it up afterward. Put it in the basket up here. Let's, uh, let's give thanks now. Let's give thanks for this process. Our ritual. Yes, even Unity has rituals. Give thanks for this willingness to participate in it and find out what we think while we're doing it. We give thanks that we would allow our consciousness to go to December 1st, 2023. We give thanks for all the good that has already taken place, first in our mind, and then in our activity. We give thanks because gratitude heals us and sustains us through every aspect of our living. We give thanks now because it's just the wise thing to do. And so it is. Amen. Amen.